Adam, this is the middle of the night. Um, what what time is it? <clears throat> oh, five minutes of two. Mm. As you know, I live in a yurt, and the yurt is a membrane, a lot like the human ear. And so I can not only listen to the world that is outside my home, but the yurt being circular also amplifies many of the sounds. And that is why I have to get up in the middle of the night if I'm going to do this voiceover. That's... uh, logging truck. The road is a half mile away. And uh, yet you can begin to hear it from several miles away. This is the quietest time of day. The air is absolutely still and that's why sound propagates so well and travels so far. It gets louder and fainter and louder and fainter as it makes these turns. Even here. Somebody's work day starts at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. And the noise from that logging truck is even louder than the rush of the creek. The logging truck is miles away, and the creek, maybe 50 feet. Okay. Logging truck, please disappear. So I can disappear. Welcome to Emergence Magazine's podcast. I'm Emmanuel Von Lee executive editor of Emergence Magazine. Each week, we feature a new interview, narrated essay, or story, exploring the threads connecting ecology, culture, and spirituality. In the midst of the recent lockdown, the sounds of the living world have become ever more present in our lives as we experience an unprecedented reduction in human-created noise. Around the world, people are reporting hearing an increase in the songs of birds, the chirping of insects, and the myriad sounds of non-human life. A newfound quiet is pervading urban and rural environments alike, as cars, planes, and industries have increasingly been brought to a standstill. A couple of years ago, Adam Lofton and I spent a few days filming a virtual reality project in Olympic National Park's Ho Rainforest with acoustic ecologist Gordon Hempton. Gordon has traveled the globe documenting the impacts of noise pollution on the natural world. His work has revealed that silence, which he describes as the absence of human-generated noise, is on the verge of extinction, and that even the most remote corners of the world are impacted by the noises of modern life. The virtual reality piece we created, Sanctuaries of Silence, shares Gordon's story and takes you on an immersive listening journey into the home. 
one of the largest temperate rainforests in the United States. Pacific tree frogs, Roosevelt elk, northern spotted owls, and Pacific wrens are among the many creatures who call the forest home. It's far from main roads and development, making the hoe one of the quietest places in North America. In response to COVID-19, we've adapted Sanctuaries of Silence into a podcast that we hope might help us to consider how to reconnect with silence at this particular time and how we might listen for the value and wisdom that is present within it. to imagine that a sound could transform someone's life. But it happened to me. I was 27 years old and on one of those road trips between your old life and your new one. I pulled over to get some rest. As I lay on the ground, I watched the storm develop. I remember hearing the thunder define the far reaches of the valley as the storm passed over me, drenching me. This was the first time I experienced true listening. I guess you could say that was my baptism. Holding a microphone, I became a better listener. I learned that a microphone doesn't listen for what's important. It doesn't judge. It doesn't interfere. My whole life, I had been listening for what was important, rather than taking things in with equal value. Every place has a sound. A passing breeze that indicates a weather change. The first bird songs of spring. And the shifting tide reminding us of the celestial ballet. All of these experiences connect us back to the land Just listen.
Silence is the poetics of space. What it means to be in a place. The whole topography of the surrounding landscape is revealed to me in the many layers of the echo that come towards me. And I think to myself, I know exactly where I am. Silence isn't the absence of something, but the presence of everything. When I speak of silence, I mean silence from noise pollution of modern life, sounds that have nothing to do with the natural acoustic system. Silence is the presence of time undisturbed. It can be felt within the chest. It nurtures our nature. And silence is on the verge of extinction. There is not one place left on planet Earth that is set aside and off limits to noise pollution. Not one square inch of silence left untouched by the modern world. Our typical anti-noise strategies offer no relief. Earplugs. Noise-canceling headphones. Even noise abatement laws offer no real solution because they do nothing to help us reconnect and listen to the land. And the land is speaking. When I listen, I have to be quiet. I become very peaceful. And I think what I enjoy most about listening is that I disappear. I disappear. If you resonated with Gordon's approach to listening, you might like to try our listening for silence practice. Sound, as Gordon says, is part of what it means to be in a place. We created a simple five-part exercise that guides you through an exploration of place through sound and listening. Whether you're in your living room, backyard, a local park, or out in the woods, 
We hope this simple practice can help you deepen your connection with the earth and your appreciation of silence. Just search for Listening for Silence at emergencemagazine.org to access the practice. Emergence Magazine is an initiative of Calliopeia Foundation. Our original essays, in-depth interviews, films, and rich multimedia explore the threads connecting ecology, culture, and spirituality. Our theme music is composed by H. Scott Salinas. You can subscribe to our podcast wherever podcasts are found, including Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and TuneIn. To subscribe to our newsletter and check out more of our stories, visit emergencemagazine.org.